joined on the line by Peter Millibar, the MLA for Kamloops North Thompson, also the official opposition finance critic. Budget day was this past Tuesday, and Peter wrote a piece in the Vancouver Sun subsequent to that uh, saying BC budget 2023 is a pessimistic approach that doesn't inspire confidence. Here to flesh it all out is Peter Millibar. Good morning, Peter. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Well, it's good to have you back, Peter. You're up in Kamloops uh, in the riding this weekend. Uh, the Coke is closed today and lock- not likely to be reopened until maybe mid-afternoon. How'd you get home? Uh, well, I had I actually was driving. I had a bit of a stop in Langley for a film studio graduation yesterday. So it was the canyon. It was fine, bone dry, but uh, two-hour wait for bridge construction. But other than that, it was... Uh, Nothing but a matter of time uh, management, that's all. I'm glad you made it anyway. Uh, Back to the Vancouver Sun piece you wrote. The the budget spends more time commiserating about how difficult it is to make ends meet in B.C. right now than it does in presenting solutions. Flesh this out for us, Peter, your dissatisfaction with the budget. Yeah, I think the dissatisfaction actually started with the throne speech that was introduced in the beginning of February, and and that uh, was very similar to what we saw in the budget in terms of uh, uh, at least the government was recognizing uh, the challenges people are facing and and, uh, uh, the failed uh, programs that they've had in and and around housing and a few other areas. Uh, But then we didn't actually see anything in the budget that actually uh, would substantively change what the government's been actually doing. So they're throwing more money into these programs uh, around crime, around uh, addictions, around housing. Uh, But all we've been seeing over the last five or six years is worsening results. And so just simply adding more money to the exact same programming and expecting a better result uh, just simply doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. You say, and I'm quoting again from the piece you wrote in The Sun, from housing to affordability to health care and crime, never before has a government spent so much money to achieve so little. How uh, How is it possible to, rec- or to reckon the achievement level at being so little, uh, so close to the announcement of the spending of the money, Peter? Well, you know, I think it's important that we that we look at that. Uh, so we have a deficit uh, a budget in this fiscal upcoming that the government's projecting. Uh, we have a, a slowing of housing starts in their own budget. Uh, BC Housing will be delivering uh, 30% less homes than they, they would have uh, in the previous year as well. Um, yet the government's solution is to put even more money uh, towards uh, housing uh, around BC Housing and that while that agency's under a forensic audit. Um, at the same time walking away from their 30-point housing plan and not even wanting to talk about it anymore. And so, um, you know, I think it's those types of areas that we're seeing where there's, there's um, a, an effort by the government to remove any type of measurable uh, that we could gauge whether a program is having success or not, any benchmark that the government would want to be held up against, they're removing. Um, and so if you look at mental health and addictions, currently 29.3 days wait to try to get a space in a treatment centre. That's simply not good enough. Uh, instead of the government saying, with this program, we are trying to get it down to 20 days or, or 15 days, uh, what this government has done is put more money into the system and actually removed any measurable whatsoever. So they won't actually tell us um, if this money is intended to take us from 29 days to make it quicker 
or if it suddenly goes to 31 days, they're not going to actually track it and and account for it properly. We're going to have Terry Smith, the uh, president of the Business Improvement Association of BC on our program, actually at this time tomorrow morning, Peter, uh, and we were going to have her on last weekend. We thought, no, wait a second, uh, because uh, she has written pieces, as you have recently as well, about small businesses and and the need for, uh, her word, protection money from the government, not in the mafia way, in the ability to protect themselves from street disorder and 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 it's it, it's increasing across the province constantly was there any money i don't think terry's going to be too happy when we talk to her tomorrow but what's your take on small businesses and assistance in that regard well no and and i think uh, the businesses are saying after five and a half years uh, with premier eby as as our previous attorney general and his, his failed catch and release system that's created all this disorder on our streets of the random assaults and then and then the vandalism and broken windows that come with it. Uh, business associations are saying, "Look, we're tapped out. We need help." Um, there was no relief uh, from the government in this budget. In fact, they're budgeting that uh, corporate taxes are going to plummet this year, which means they're they're recognizing that businesses of all size are going to really struggle this year. And then the very next line in the budget, they're actually increasing how much they're going to collect off the employer health tax, which is paid by businesses, right. whether they're profitable or not. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, you know, it, it's really a disconnect in terms of this government, on the one hand, uh, recognizing that businesses are struggling, um, and, and yet at the same time saying, but we're going to, as I said, they've patted down the front pockets, realize there's no money left there, so now they're, they're starting to see what's in the back pockets of the jeans of the, of the businesses, and it's, it's simply not sustainable for these, these businesses. Well, let's talk a little bit about uh, about taxes. Now, we've we had some startling tax increases at the municipal level uh, in Metro Vancouver municipalities. As you know, a Surrey, 17.5, over 10% in Vancouver, a minimum of the rate of inflation at 5.9% pretty much everywhere else. What about tax increases in this budget? Is the government of British Columbia going to jack up taxes and fees uh, over the, the, the fiscal year ahead? Well, uh, this is the first budget they've introduced, I think, out of their seven, where thankfully uh, we can't find any new taxes. Uh, There's some slight uh, reworking of formulations of existing taxation, but for once, uh, this government has finally uh, taken their foot off of the new taxation uh, uh, pedal. But uh, really what we're seeing is, and and again, normally if you hear of a deficit in the government, um, it's because revenues have shrunk. Um, In this case... Um, they're they're slating to collect and, and anticipating to collect more in revenue than uh, a government in BC has ever collected off of taxation. Uh, yet they still can't manage the books enough um, to keep us at least a, a reasonably close to to a break even. And I think that's the bigger broader concern. Is it seems like uh, the dollars themselves uh, are somewhat irrelevant uh, to this government. Uh, what we're saying is we need to see actually. Um, improving results for the type of money uh, that they're collecting off of everybody because there is a finite limit uh, to what you personally can pay in taxation but also what businesses can pay in taxation and so um, there's really that disconnect and when you see things like sales tax going up in in in, uh, dollar value that's because the cost of goods are going up it's not because people are are out spending more money in terms of the volume of things they're able to purchase it's because the the number of things they're purchasing have skyrocketed uh, in cost. And so inflation is very good for the government's books. 
it's not so good for, for individual homeowners and, and people trying to get by. Exactly. So let's talk a little bit about how good we're supposed to feel about the budget because now there are taxpayer dollars being invested in television commercials and I think radio as well. I haven't heard one on the radio yet, but I've certainly seen the feel-good ad on TV about this uh, fantastic budget and how your tax dollars are just getting the best bang for their buck. Those are your tax dollars advertising an NDP budget. You uh, were critical of this. Uh, it's something the Liberals have done in past eras. What's the current status regarding taxpayer dollars to, well, basically flog a budget? Well, again, it, it, it's 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 somewhat, um, um, you know, I, I think a lot of people are, are frustrated by that when you hear the praise that being heaped in these commercials, uh, and especially because it is being paid by taxpayer dollars. Um, you know, I think the bottom line is this, and our leader, Kevin Falcon, I think summed it up best. Uh, when he said flat out, um, you know, just simply ask yourself in, in your own household, uh, do you think things are better off in your daily lives uh, six years into this NDP government? And, and the, the, the reality is from crime to, to uh, health care to, to cancer wait times, um, you know, to affordability, uh, you name it. Uh, almost any, anyone out there will say things have not gotten better. Um, there's, there's more uh, issues than they've ever seen before. Um, and so that's really at the core of this. Governments are, are meant to be taking those tax dollars, uh, which are scarce, and actually uh, delivering and, and getting results. Um, that's not to say things were perfect when we were government either, but you should always be striving to make those improvements and be able to point, especially over a six-year span, uh, to things actually getting better in one of those areas. Um, not walking away from signature programs after six years uh, when you've announced them as 10-year plans like they did in housing. And, and saying, well, that's failed. Uh, we, we really don't have a plan to replace it, so we'll come out with a housing plan sometime in the next six to seven months. Um, but, but we'll keep saying what a great job we're doing in housing. Um, and then they turn around and see a government, uh, a taxpayer-paid ad, uh, praising their work on housing, and, and the homeowner or the renter is scratching their head saying, um, things haven't gotten better for me in housing. I, I don't know what this government's talking about. And now they're using my tax dollars to try to to overly inflate uh, their uh, their programs. So you're talking in the headline in the Vancouver Sun, the B.C. budget 2023 is a pessimistic approach that doesn't inspire confidence. Now, the confidence the government is after is voter confidence. I suspect to some degree, Peter, the confidence you're talking about is investor and business confidence. No, I, I think it's both. I, I think we, we have uh, scant uh, uh, recognition in this budget uh, that the economy is is uh, uh, critical to to needing to grow in terms of supporting those businesses, uh, supporting the overall economic health of our province. Uh, how do you how do you um, you know incentivize? How do you how do you weather the storms of, of an economic downturn um, by actually leaning your shoulder into it as a government and actually trying to make things better and buck those trends? and help the broader communities uh, keep the economy strong, uh, despite what might be happening with global uh, pressures and, and other internal national pressures. We're not seeing that in this budget. We're seeing a government that's essentially uh, shrugged their shoulders and said, well, um, there's a lot of, of global issues going on, so it's as good as it's going to get. There's nothing we can do here, folks, but we're, we're still a great government. I, I think the average voter in their daily lives, as I say, um, are starting to say, wait a second, we've been promised this stuff, the same things, uh, seven budgets now, um, through two premiers, through three uh, finance ministers, 
um, and the language hasn't changed. It's hmm. been the same every time. Record investment is historic that um, on all the same programs. And by every measure, every single one of those programs is functioning worse than it was uh, when they took government in 2017. Peter Millibar, thanks for this. Appreciate you giving us a little bit of time on a Saturday morning. It's good to talk to you again. You betcha. Anytime. I always enjoy being on.